From the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Build in Public with Potomac. So obviously, the three of us, we've been with Potomac for, I mean, you and I have been here for upwards of 14 months. You've been here for around nine or 10 months. Yeah. Um, and it's no uh, secret that we're the youngest people at the company by a pretty wide margin. And so that has been uh, an interesting experience, to say the least, especially as a company that doesn't align with some of the traditional companies in this industry. So, Tori, do you want to talk a little bit uh, about your first impressions working here at Potomac? Yeah, well... We were all new to the financial industry when we first started here. And I feel it goes without saying, I think we all had different perspectives of what it was like working um, for an RIA. Everything that I knew about the financial industry was shaped by Wolf of Wall Street. So I was really under the impression that um, it was old white guys taking a lot of drugs. And that's my that was my idea for a very long time. So coming to Potomac, I, or when I was interviewing for Potomac, I was doing research and I was researching RAs, and I feel like I didn't see a lot of innovation among different RAs. I feel like it was outdated websites. You know, I, there were, I, I felt like it was stuck in amber in a way that, you know, there seemed to be a lack of transition between the 1990s and the 2000s. And, you know, seeing all the marketing, it just all blended together. And I feel like there was really nothing that engaged me or stuck out. And I feel like that's where Potomac was really different. Um, We were doing, or I guess I can say now we, but back prior to me joining, it was, I saw podcasts, I saw campaigns, and it was just really cool and interesting. And I know, Martina, you can talk a little more about the campaigns I wasn't even there for. Yeah, I mean, I had the same exact perspective when I was interviewing for Potomac and literally my first interview when I met Christopher over the phone he told me about the Bulbear series and I was like is this even real like I didn't know if it was actually like a thing because it's something that you don't hear it every day and mostly for a company an industry that is very serious mm-hmm. because money is related so I was very impressed and that honestly it's what caught my attention because it's something you don't hear it every day and I love working for a company that just thinks outside the box and is always trying to do different things and being different and you can see it on all of our campaigns I mean Boulder Cereal, the Baseball Bats which was before us, um, the Pimp Awards which was (laughs) amazing and also all of our April Fool's video and Every little thing of content that we put out, we try to be different and, you know, create something new, basically. Yeah. No, I can attest to both those thoughts. You know, the first being that the industry really hasn't changed. Doing SEO work, you'd be surprised that most people in the industry don't even have a blog, which is the most basic form of content creation. It's not even close to what we're doing with social media and the podcast and just our brand in general, you know, taking an outspoken approach to everything that really doesn't exist. Um but also just in general, this path towards innovation leads us towards our new project, which is creating a TikTok. Uh, And so obviously we had to get permission to do that from Manish and Christopher, which we have permission now, but there's some interesting tweets. Yeah, let me just go back to Manish and call him out for what he used to think about TikTok. This is from September 3rd, 2020. The more TikTok dumbass videos I see, the more I want the NASDAQ to drop 99%. I know, I know but I just can't shake this hate. If I ever, oh, this is um, from May 21st, uh, 
2020. If I ever made a TikTok video about investing with hip-hop music in the background, feel free to knock me the F out. There's really a good one with Robert Sophia since we're at Jolt right now. Robert Sophia said, if Fidelity only has 626 followers on TikTok, what do you have to lose? And then he said, self-respect. So, um, to say the least, it's a huge adjustment from going hating TikTok to finally creating one for our brand. But I feel like all of us can say that we don't even use Facebook. We, we use Instagram, but it's not like we're going on to see content. We just do it for our friends. And I feel like when you go on Instagram Reels, it's all repurposed TikToks. Like, what I'm seeing for a generation of, or I see more content being built and more um, innovation is through TikTok. It's original, it's funny, it's clever, um, it's really short, and it captures, I feel like, the attention of a wide audience. Not just our age, millennials, but um, an older generation, too. Yeah, and honestly... I go on TikTok a lot, not too much, but I go on it and a lot of the times is to learn stuff because I feel like the people that talk about whatever subject, they're, they go straight to the point and that's the good thing of TikTok. Sometimes other places take forever to go to the point and TikTok is, in my opinion, amazing for that. And I've been looking at some stats um, about this industry and TikTok and 21% of financial advisors that use social media for business actually are on TikTok and are using TikTok, which in my opinion is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of people. And so there are people there. Maybe we're not that aware, but they're there. And and also another survey that I found that is from Jenner of this year is that 41% of Gen Zers purported turning to TikTok for investment information. So people are there to look for yeah. stuff that we can talk about so yeah and i feel like our brand really aligns with tiktok <laughs> i mean if you've seen industry gossip everything yeah we joke we we like making fun of people and we like t calling it how it is and i feel like tiktok is really the the source for that specific generated content yes we are very unhinged that is for <laughs> sure um but just referencing the why and why we're doing this obviously you guys laid that out with the statistics and uh just talking about the platform and how it aligns with our brand but also you know with the youtube we, were, we weren't the pioneers of YouTube, but in this industry, there's not a lot of people that have had success in the way that we have. So this just kind of aligns with that. Worst case scenario, we create a TikTok and we don't get followers and we don't get likes. Like we have nothing to lose, but we have a lot to gain by being one of the first people in this industry to create a TikTok and really utilize the platform and get ahead of the ball before other people do. Mm -hmm. All right, let's create it right now. Okay, let's take a few shots before our first video though. Sounds good with me. All right. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.